This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, welcome to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle and I am One Organized Mama. Episode 54, No More Junk Drawers. Do you need to hear it again? No more junk drawers. I despise junk drawers close to the level that Joan Crawford despised wire hangers in the movie Mommy Dearest. Now rest assured, I am no Mommy Dearest. In fact, I'm kind of the opposite of the Mommy Dearest. My home is maintained, it's organized, it's clean, but... I do give a lot of control over to my children and to my husband when it comes to organizing their own spaces. So don't worry, I am not beating anyone about the head over junk drawers, but we definitely don't have junk drawers in my home. So it is one of those things that I don't allow to have in our home. Now, Junk drawers is definitely something that I know is very common in a lot of homes. And in fact, my years as a professional organizer introduced me to a lot of junk spaces that a lot of you guys have out there. Not only did I encounter junk drawers, I encountered junk bins, junk boxes, junk cabinets, junk closets, and junk rooms. So friends, if you have any of these spaces in your home, listen to this episode. Listen to it a few times. In fact, if you have any of these spaces in your home, I highly, highly encourage you to go to my website and check out my decluttering course because I really tackle this a lot in my online decluttering course. And it comes with a super cute little colorful guide that'll walk you through the process. And I'll actually walk you through the process through the online course. But in this episode, I'm going to go over first the top seven reasons not to have a junk drawer or junk space anywhere in your home. And I'll give you some ideas on what you can do with those quote unquote junk spaces also. So let's get started. Reason number one, why I don't want you to have a junk drawer in your home. You cannot find anything in there. I challenge you on this. If you are looking for a pen, you need to quickly write something down and you run over to your junk drawer Yeah, you may get lucky and one has bubbled to the surface of all of the junk or has rolled to the front, but generally speaking, you cannot find what you need when you need it when you open your junk drawer. So I do not want you to have a junk drawer for that reason. Now, reason number two, junk drawers take up a tremendous amount of your time. Think about it. 
you go over to your junk drawer looking for a specific item. But what do you do instead? You open it up, you probably instantly have the ugh feeling because you have to kind of rifle through there and look, try to find what you're looking for. But what happens instead? You start to get distracted and distractions are time killers. So you may come across some old lottery tickets and wonder, did I ever check the numbers on these? Or come across a pack of gum or mints and then wonder, does gum go bad? Or maybe you come across something that you were looking for like three weeks ago and then you leave to go put that item away or wherever it belongs. Well, you've just taken a lot of time when your original intent and purpose was to go to that junk drawer to find a specific item. But look at all this time that you've wasted. Junk drawers are huge time wasters. Don't do it. Reason number three that I don't want you to have a junk drawer. They're huge money wasters also. Think about it. You've just gotten those Amazon packages because there's a lot of like weird little things that you need around the house. Maybe they're for a different project or you've lost something or something's broken. Or when you run to the store and you remember to buy those little items that go around the house, but they don't really have a home. So what do you do? You put them in your junk drawer. Now, when it comes time to use that item or to find that item, you're either going to completely forget where you've put it, or you might even forgotten that you've bought it in the first place. So what do you do if you can't find it? You purchase another one, even though you had purchased it first, you know, a few weeks ago and it found its way to your junk drawer. So junk drawers can be big money wasters. So again, don't do it. Reason number four, you don't know what items are or where they belong. Again, super common. This is why we sometimes end up with junk drawers because we have all those little things, those those little pieces to things and we don't know where they go, what their function is. They look super important, but we don't know where to put them. We don't know what to do with them. So they end up in a junk drawer. And then as we go through and we're like, okay, I'm going to clear out my junk drawer, we'll come across some of these items and then wonder, where does this even go? I have no idea what this is. And one of the things that you can do is just make an educated guess. So for instance, if you come across a plastic piece that looks like maybe it belongs to the vacuum cleaner, then take that piece and put it where your vacuum cleaner is. Now, This is actually really common, especially with electronics. A lot of times we'll come across different cords and stuff and we're like, I don't want to throw this away because I'm sure it charges XYZ electronic item that I have around my house. What I want you to do in that case is I want you to put that item in a conspicuous spot. So a place that you walk by all the time, I want it to kind of bug you. And because the hope is it'll spark your memory and then you'll remember what that item belongs to and then store that where it belongs, store it in its home because every item in your home should have a place where it belongs. Now, reason number five on why I don't want you to have a junk drawer is because they're just gross. They just, they get gross. 
Now, on that note, I actually love to organize other people's junk spaces. Honest to goodness, it was my favorite, favorite thing to do for a client. And I was pretty good at it. I could do it pretty quickly. So even though they're kind of gross spaces, and I know not every professional organizer, this is their jam. This was kind of my thing. So I've actually gone to like family members' homes. And if I see a little space, like I like to kind of tidy it up a little bit, even though they are kind of gross because they just have a bunch of stuff. And for some reason, I don't even know how, but they always end up with like kind of dirt and debris at the bottom of them. So overall, they're just kind of gross spaces. So I don't want you to have a junk drawer for that reason as well. Now, reason number six, junk drawers take up valuable spaces. They do. So a lot of times it's pretty common to have a junk drawer in the kitchen. And then what happens? Stuff that also belongs in the kitchen gets shoved in other places because this junk drawer is taking up quote unquote valuable real estate in your kitchen. So don't have a junk drawer unless it has a purpose. And we'll get to that in just a minute because they take up a lot of space, valuable space in your home. Now, the final reason I do not want you to have a junk drawer in your home is reason number seven. You shouldn't have any junk in your home. You shouldn't. There shouldn't be anything that you call junk in your home. Junk is not a term that we should have in our space. Your home should be a place of rest, a place of gathering for your family, a respite from the craziness of the world. And who wants any kind of junk in that sacred place in our life? You shouldn't have junk there. So we will go through the process of redefining your junk spaces in your home in this episode And just remember that even if it's a space that you just don't know what to call it, like for instance, one of the the ideas that I'll go through is to rename what that space is to you. Because again, there should be no junk in your home. There just shouldn't. There's no reason to have junk in your home. Junk is something that needs to be let go of in your life, okay? All right, so... Let's talk about some tips on how and what to do with the junk drawers in your in your space, in your home. If you aren't familiar with me, I have a four-step process that I apply to every organizing project. So there are four steps. Step number one is to declutter and sort. Step number two is to create a zone. Step number three is to label and contain And step number four is to teach and maintain. So that is the process that I want you to apply when it comes to any junk space in your home. So let's get started on step number one, declutter and sort. If you have a junk drawer, and I go over this in my online class on decluttering, I want you to open it up. I want you to wrap your brain around you're not going to have a junk drawer anymore in your home. 
I want you to remove all of the items from the drawer and place them on a countertop in front of you. Now, I want you to go ahead and wipe that out because like I said in number five, top reason not to have a junk door, it's gross. They get gross. I don't know how they get so gross, but they get super gross. Remove all the items, wipe it out, clean it out, make it a tidy and clean little space. So now that junk drawer is just a drawer. That's all it is. It's a drawer in your home. Now, we've decluttered it, which means we've removed all of the items. Now it's time to sort. And by sorting, all I want you to do is I want you to look at all of the different items. You've already tossed the trash. You've gotten rid of the stuff that is obvious junk, because again, junk is something that we let go of in our homes. And then we're going to simply just use a process by grouping like items together. So you want to put all of the pens together, the paper clips together, all of those little screws together, and just group them in little groups on your countertop. That's it. Now, step number two is create a zone. What on earth does create a zone mean? Well, it's simply creating a home for every item in your home. So it's the process of space planning. And so here's what I want you to step back and do. I literally want you to step back from this drawer. So because you just have a drawer. It used to be your junk drawer. Now it's just a drawer. Maybe it's in your kitchen. So Again, take a physical step back and I want you to look at the overall space around this drawer. What do you do around this drawer? Is Do you cook? Do you bake? Do you pay bills? What is the activities or activity that you do around this space? Now, are there other items that could belong in this space and this, that this drawer would be better suited for? So remember when we just talked about the fact that it sometimes junk drawers take up really valuable real estate space in your home? I want you to redefine what the purpose of this drawer is going to be. I know this almost sounds a little like foo-foo and out there, but I promise you, do this when you declutter spaces. What does this drawer make sense to do? So maybe it's right next to your stove and you've been shoving spatulas and cooking utensils in like anywhere that they'll fit, well, maybe it makes more sense to put those spatulas and cooking utensils in that drawer. And then that drawer becomes the home for those items. Or maybe cooking spices. It just makes sense. Like you have your cooking spices in your pantry. So when you're cooking, you're having to walk far away, which again, takes up valuable time. And it would make more sense to have your cooking spices here. We'll put them in that drawer. And that is your, your spice drawer. Now, what if you are like, hey, the reason this is a junk drawer is because this is just where it made sense to put all this stuff. I don't really have a reason um, to put anything else in there. I don't really need to redefine it for something completely different. A lot of this stuff really does need to be in this drawer. Well, great. You've defined the space. Now, remember what I was talking about? We don't have junk in our homes. And if it's something that we keep in our homes, we're going to redefine it. 
So one of the things that I suggested to clients throughout the year was to redefine their junk drawer and call it their utility drawer. So that's what I would always rename junk drawers because it gave it a purpose. And it was something that was just very general, very broad. A lot of times when it comes to labeling, I really do... um, encourage you to sometimes label things in very broad terms, not be so, so specific. For instance, when it comes to this new drawer that we're going to call, we don't want to just call it like our paperclip drawer or a pen drawer. Again, use the word that just really kind of whatever screams to you, like a general drawer that's just going to hold a lot of knickknacks. Maybe it's a knickknack drawer or the lost and found drawer, whatever it is, give it a name, give it a purpose. Now that's part of step two of creating a zone. So we're going to use this example and call it our utility drawer. Now we've sorted all of the items on top of the counter. So our new utility drawer, because we really don't have a space and, but we do have a need to keep pens and paper clips and little screws and little household tools in this drawer. So our new utility drawer, we're going to go on to step number three, label and contain. Now, I'm going to give you a really big tip here. Get a box of baggies, like Ziploc type baggies. And nowadays, most baggies have this little white strip on them that you can write on. So grab a box of baggies. You can grab a couple of different sizes and then grab a Sharpie marker. Now, remember you sorted out all of these different items. You have your pens together, maybe little notepads, paper clips, screwdrivers, little screws. You're gonna simply go through the process of placing them in different baggies and then label the baggies. And again, you can keep it very specific or as general as you want. It, it kind of depends up to you. So for instance, pens will go in a baggie labeled pens. Now I want you to take that baggie and just place it back in the drawer with the label facing up. Now do it for all of the different items that you sorted. You've now created a space that has a purpose. You've created a space that's not going to be a time waster or a money waster. And so when you're looking for an item, you're going to actually be able to go to your new utility drawer, open it. If you're looking for a pen, you know, all of the pens in that baggie actually work. And then boom, it took you a couple of seconds to find a pen. So you'll no longer have a time waster or a money waster. And by keeping the items contained, it really cuts down on the drawer getting like really gross. And have you ever noticed like sometimes it looks like something sticky spilled in there and you don't even know what on earth could have created a sticky mess in that drawer. So again, by keeping the items contained and labeled, this will help you with most of those reasons that I gave you on that list. Now, Here's another little tip. If you're a little collector, and I can kind of sometimes be like this, I love little containers and I don't always go with matchy-matchy kind of stuff, but I like little jars and pretty little jars and containers. This is a perfect place to utilize that. So you can open your drawer and instead of using the baggies, you can 
put all of those little jars and those little containers that you've collected and then organize items with those. So then you're repurposing these wonderful little items around that you've that you've maybe not wanted to throw away or toss or recycle, but you're repurposing them in a really great way in this drawer. And sometimes you can label them, but if they're open-topped, no need if it's obvious. Like if paper clips are in there and you know they're paper clips, got it. You don't have to label it. Now, the other thing I wanted to say about containers, and this is actually something I do. We have actually a really big drawer in our laundry room and it's a great utility drawer. So in there we have like duct tape and screwdrivers and lighters, matches, all kinds of stuff like that. But I've gone to, I think just Target, honestly, Um, maybe I've bought a few on Amazon and the clear drawer organizers, it's like playing a game of Tetris I've just collected those and purchased those over the years. So I have so many of them and I've just put them in the big utility drawer in our laundry room. And again, don't worry about labeling them if it's obvious. So it's really actually kind of nice because again, all of the different things fit in there like screwdrivers and maybe a flashlight, different types of tape. And so it's something, one of the battery organizers, that's actually something that's in there and it works really great. So again, use different containers, whether they be baggies, little containers you've collected, or just clear open top containers that you can buy that are pretty inexpensive, and use those to label and contain the contents of your new utility drawer. All right, step number four, teach and maintain. Now, When it's time for you to tidy up, when it's time for you to go through your home and pick things up and put things away, you now have a place where things belong. You teach yourself because sometimes we all get a little lazy and we're like, "Eh, I'm not going to open the baggie. I'll just toss it in and deal with it later. Nope, don't do that. Teach and maintain. You're teaching yourself to maintain your space. You're teaching your family how to maintain your space. I will say from personal experience, kids are way more teachable than than husbands sometimes on this. Um, so, but that's fine. So I will, um, when we do our 20 minute tidy, tell the kids, okay, time to put everything away. So all of those little things that have collected during the day can go into their little container in your new utility drawer. So pens get put away. Again, paper clips, different home office item stuff have been collected, screwdrivers, all of that. They now have a place where they belong. Now, if you come across something, remember, just create a new home for it, even if it's a little baggy. And again, I love the baggies for a utility drawer because again, so many of them come with that little space to write down the contents and label it. And then it's easy just to kind of fold them And so when you open the drawer, again, you can see the labels on top. Super, super awesome. Okay, so again, four steps just to go over them really quick. Step number one, declutter and sort. Step number two, create a zone. Step number three, label and contain. And step number four, teach and maintain. So last thing that I want to go over real quick are... What about those junk spaces? I want to give you some ideas. So 
For instance, as I went through my career organizing homes for clients and I encountered junk drawers, junk cabinets, junk rooms, I actually have a little guide here that I created to help some of them out. And this was really helpful with just sort of redefining some of these spaces. So junk drawer. Again, declutter and create a utility drawer with inexpensive drawer inserts. Complete, uh, consider placing items, screws, pens, spare chains, etc., into labeled sandwich bags. So again, this is one of those things that I would give to clients um, as I was helping them organize their home. All right, junk cabinets. Declutter and create a utility cabinet with inexpensive and small containers. So again, in my home, I have a cabinet. It's in my laundry room right above our utility drawer. And in that cabinet is like the, the Glade plugins and all of those containers. They're candles. They're, um, what else do I have up there? I do have like a, a one small container called odds and ends. And it's those things that belong somewhere. Like for instance, door stoppers where I'm like, where on earth did this extra door stopper come from? And every door stopper in our house has a door stopper, but I ended up with a random extra one one day. So, you know, I have just a very small container odds and ends that I do go through probably like once a year. And then if that door stopper didn't make its way to its home, then it can get tossed. But in here, it's also the place where I store like the vacuum cleaner components because I mean, where on earth do you store those things? So those get stored in this cabinet. Um, different little, like I said, candles, like little tea lights. Um, I'm trying to think of what else is in that. I'll probably take a photo of that actually and share on my One Organized Mama Instagram along with these tips also. But the last area that I encountered and that I would give clients tips for were junk rooms. I don't want you to have a junk room in your, your home. You spend way too much money on your house, again, to have an entire an entire room dedicated to quote unquote junk. So if you have a junk room in your house, please consider redefining and renaming it. Perhaps you make it into a guest room, a home office, a reading space, a craft room, Maybe it's a place where you do meditation, where you study your your Bible, where you do yoga, where you invite friends over, and I don't know, just redefine your space. And if you have a lot of unused or unwanted furniture, please, please just try to make a decision on that. Either sell it, or if you can, donate it to one of your favorite charities. But again, I really hope that you reconsider if you have an entire room dedicated to junk, that you definitely repurpose it and maybe make it some kind of a sanctuary or a special place for you that you can enjoy in your home. Okay, that is the end of this episode of the One Organized Mama podcast. I just want to remind you guys that I am on Instagram at One Organized Mama. I know there's other accounts with very similar names, but I'm One Organized Mama. You'll see me on there and you'll know it's me from my different podcast episodes. But I also want to encourage you if 
clutter is something that you really struggle with, I have worked really hard to get some of these tools online. It's so super awesome when you guys email me or DM me different messages and stuff. And I do try to answer your questions. But what I've done, I've worked really hard in getting a declutter guide created for you all. And it's available in the form of an online course. So these online courses are also kind of like coaching courses. And so I have one on time management and one on decluttering. They're available on my website, oneorganizedmama.com. And you can go on, just click on online courses. I keep them super affordable. And the great thing about it is that they're pre-recorded videos that go over different issues that you may have when it comes to decluttering. So I definitely cover junk drawers on my decluttering course and I do it like almost in a coaching way. So it's like diving a little deeper than what I'm able to do on the podcast and really walk you through it. So it's something that you can go back to and revisit if you need to hear me repeat it over and over. And it also comes with a printable guide. So again, super affordable. I try to keep my online courses as affordable and accessible as I possibly can. So visit my website, again, oneorganizedmama.com and take a look. And again, don't forget to follow me on the One Organized Mama Instagram page. And one last quick thing, I almost forgot. I didn't write this down in my notes, but I almost forgot. If you have worked on a decluttering project, I would love to give you a shout out because sometimes there's not enough recognition in this world for those of us that are just regular, ordinary folk trying to do the best that we can. So if you are super proud of a decluttering project, especially, or a space in your home that you've organized, just go to Instagram, use the hashtag OneOrganizedMama, and I will give you a shout out, a much deserved virtual high five and shout out because I am super proud of you because this isn't fun stuff. This, I mean, this is fun for me. This isn't fun to most normal people. And so I totally get that. But I am super, super proud of you for tackling any decluttering projects and for letting go of any junk spaces in your home, redefining them, putting in the work and the effort, and just enjoying the space that you work so hard for and live in. So thanks again for listening to the One Organized Mama podcast. You all are super, super awesome. Thank you for your reviews. Thank you for reaching out on Instagram and in email. Until next time.